Hey everybody, you're listening to I Don't Care with Kevin Stevenson. Yeah, that's me. And uh, we're here on MarketScale.com, MarketScale Radio. And uh, coming to you live from uh, beautiful downtown McGregor, Texas, adjacent to Waco here in Central Texas. And uh, I'm telling you, you're going to enjoy today's show. Uh, If this show doesn't fire you up, you know, your, your wood's wet. There you go. There's there's a good Texas high school football uh, uh, phrase. So uh, I've got a good friend of mine, and he is uh, it's Lonnie Judd. He is the new head uh, high school football coach at Moody High School. And uh, Lonnie will tell you all about uh, Moody and everything that they do. They're just uh, about 25, 30 miles from Waco. A uh, small community, but uh, uh, anybody who knows anything about Texas football, it doesn't matter the size of the community. There's a, there's a lot of pride, a lot of spirit in, in your athletics, but particularly football here in the great state of Texas. So when we come back, uh, Coach Lonnie Judd on I Don't Care with Kevin Stevenson. We're back with I don't care and, and and listeners surprise it's another Baylor graduate you know another Baylor bear uh, pleased to have with me tonight uh, Coach Lonnie Judd Lonnie just uh, took over the head football coach position down at Moody High School just south of beautiful downtown Waco or, or west I should say I'm still trying to get my bearings Lonnie you're gonna have to help me out with it. And Lonnie also serves as the assistant athletic director down there. So, so Lonnie, welcome to I Don't Care. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm, ex- I'm excited to be on, and I'm excited to be back in Waco. Yeah, well, we're certainly excited to have you guys back down here, too. Uh, first of all, tell us a little bit about Moody, the size of the school, and you know, classification and all that. Well, uh, Moody, they're a 2A school, and they're in, in Division One 2A. Uh, the enrollments, you know, around, I think when last I checked was about 217 kids in the high school. So a little different than what I'm coming from. I, I might've had, <laughs> that's for sure. I might've had 217 English students from where I was coming from in English classes. So, so that, that's a little different. So it's, it's a smaller school, you know, it, it, it's right, right outside of Waco, you know, close to Bruce Fuetti, Lorena, McGregor, kind of right in the middle of that whole, the whole section of, of schools and, and, and I mean, I'm excited to be back. You know, I'm I'm a Midway guy and a, a Baylor guy. I spent 14 years at Midway, and then uh, I graduated from Baylor. My wife graduated from Baylor. My in-laws graduated from Baylor. So, so you know, it, we're green and gold through and through. And and it just happens that Moody's green and gold also. So, oh, see, there you go. You don't have to. You know, you got you've got a ready-made uh, wardrobe. That's great. Well, it, it was funny. I, I just finished packing up about 11 years of purple and gold. So, so. <laughs> You know, anybody needing some purple and gold, I got boxes of it. Well, I guess I guess I ought to fill the listeners in. Uh, uh, Lonnie was uh, most recently coaching at Timber Creek High School in Keller ISD up, up north of Fort Worth, where uh, my wife also taught with uh, Lonnie's wife. And our youngest daughter graduated from Timber Creek. So, yeah, I've got my share of purple as well. <laughs> uh, so uh, how long have you been coaching, Lonnie? Uh, this will be my 28th year of coaching. Good I, grief! I, I was I was three years at Riker after <laughs> okay. I after I graduated from Baylor. I, I started working on working at Riker when I was working on my master's at Baylor. I started coaching there kind of part time, mm-hmm. and uh, I liked it so much. And I worked with John Bolfing, who's the head coach at Montgomery High School right now. He uh, okay. 
he hired me full time. And so I was at Riker for three years. And then I was lucky enough to get to go back to Midway where I'd graduated from uh, as the offensive line coach for Coach Bechtel. And so I was okay. I was at Midway for 14 years with Coach Bechtel. I moved up and became the offensive coordinator there at Midway. And then Coach Bechtel, after 38 years of coaching, decided to retire. And about that same time, uh, uh, Kevin Golden had called and said, hey, I just oh, got this job at this brand new school up in, up in Keller. Would you be interested in coming? And uh, Lisa and I went and looked around, and we could tell it was going to be a time of change. And so, so we decided to pack up and make a move. And for the last seven years, we've been up in Timber Creek. Gosh, it's hard to believe that Timber Creek's been around 11 years. I remember when we all opened that place up. Yeah. Good night. Yeah, time goes by fast. It sure does. I know. <laughs> I know. So, so okay. So, brand new, brand new position for you. You know, you got your own program now, and then COVID hits. So, tell me a little bit about how how you've gone about trying to prepare for this this fall season. Well, the interesting thing was a uh, was I'd, I'd resigned at Timber Creek and took over the job at, at Moody uh, this spring, and I was there for one week. And then we got out for spring break. Okay. And then when we got out for spring breaks, when it all hit, and so so basically, I, I got one week at Moody with the kids, with everything going on. So mm-hmm. so I really didn't get much time to settle in and do a whole lot other than just watch and, and talk to the kids some and do a little bit of that. And so you know, COVID hits, and and all of a sudden, you know, now I've got to become a computer whiz because all our meetings are on, all our <laughs> meetings are online, and all our. You know, we've been having coaches meetings and, and player meetings every week and, and talking about things and, you know, trying to install an offense and a defense and and, mm-hmm. and trying to keep all the kids together and, and really talk to them and try to build that relationship. Sure. You know, to me, that's that's the part I feel like I missed out most on was was being able to be there and develop a little bit of relationship with them. Because, because you know, in a way, you know, especially a small town like me, you know, they're, they're pretty close knit. And, and, yeah. and right now I'm the outsider coming in. So I've been trying to stay in contact with them and talk to them and, and, and you know, talk about what their plans are and really get to know them and really get their family and, 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 and try, to, try to build that relationship with them. That way, you know, when we hit the ground running, I, I've, got, I've got that behind me already. This summer, okay. we get to start summer workouts on Monday. So, oh, good. So, okay. you know, for the last week, we've been really preparing for those summer workouts because because they're going to look different than they ever looked before in my 28 years of coaching. I mean, we've got to follow all the UL rules that they've they sent to us. You know, you got to stay six feet apart. You've got to wipe down the bars after everybody lifts. You got to, you've got to, if you're spotting, you got to wear a mask. If you, you cannot, you know, you got to make sure you have all the water fountains and everything's all shut down. They have to bring their own water. They have to bring their own towels. And, and, and so logistically, it's it's you know it's quite a mess logistically trying to make it all work. Yeah, I didn't and, even think about all that. Good grief. And uh, and and you know and then the toughest thing is you're we're going to get these kids back and you know some of them work out on their own a little bit but they really hadn't been working out like they need to. So you're you know you're you're taking these kids who hadn't done much for two and a half months that uh, we've got to kind of ease them back into it. And and me as a coach sometimes that's the <laughs> hardest part because because everybody's so gung ho and ready to hit the ground running that we got to remember you know. They, they they hadn't done a whole lot, so right. we've got we've got to kind of ease our way back into it. And you know the UILs kind of loosened up a little more of the rules where where you can start doing more football drills, and I, I can start doing some offensive and defensively installation. You know after workout, we can we can stay for a little bit of time afterward and and start talking mm-hmm. and, and and going through some football things. And we're waiting because they're supposed to come out with another UIL report soon to tell us what else we can do extra. Like they might give us an extra week. You know, even before two a days. Okay. You know, I, I say two, I say two a days, but really, I mean, hardly anybody has a real two a days anymore. Like like we used to go through. 
Boy, but, no uh, kidding. I remember those. <laughs> you know, now now I just call them long a days because what, what you basically end up having is one big long practice, and that that counts yeah. as two practices. So. Oh, okay. And so huh. you know they're going to give us some more time, I think, before to kind of get the kids a little more ready and and. And so everybody's just being as careful as you can right now. You know, I know I talked to Becky Spurlock. She's the AD at Azo, and you know Becky. Yeah, uh, I know Becky well. She said that they just spent $1,000 on cleaning materials for, for Azo for just the summer stuff that they're going to do. That's amazing. You know, I know I know at Moody, if we'd spent $8,000, that might have been my whole football budget gone right there. So. <laughs> So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do what we can and we've ordered extra stuff and, and, you know, just work hard to make sure we're doing what we're supposed to be doing and, and cleaning and just being as, you know, as cautious as we possibly can. Okay. That's good. Hey, uh, how many players you think you're going to be suiting up this fall? You know, I, I don't really know. I, I'm hoping and I'm, I'm counting on over 50 Okay, is, is, is what, I, what I'm looking at is it. You know, being new as I am, really all I have to go by is kind of what, what they had last year yeah. and, and what some of the other coaches have said. And, and I know we've got a really good ninth grade class coming up that, that's going to be ninth graders, and they have over 20 in that grade that played last year. Yeah. So, you know, if I can get all 20 of those kids out, you know, our, num- our numbers will be pretty good. We'll, we'll have a varsity team and we'll have a, a JV team. Okay. And so, and that was my next question. I didn't know if y'all, if y'all were – I mean, at your size, I doubted if you would be able to have a freshman team, right? No, usually it's just a JV, and they're they're okay. they're uh, you know usually the freshmen and then a handful of sophomores and maybe a junior to put in there with them, but 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 usually a JV team at this level is primarily made up of freshmen. Okay, yeah, I just didn't know because you know kind of like you, I played at a big high school yeah. outside of Dallas, and so we had we had two freshman teams, yeah. a, a a B team, a JV, and a varsity. Yeah. So, well, you know, at, uh, Tim, at Timber Creek we had we had two freshman teams, two JV teams, and a varsity. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that. That's yeah. right. But I, but I'll tell you what, the last couple of years, and I don't know if it's because of all the concussion stuff going on and all the information out about it, and maybe kids aren't playing as much, but even our numbers at Timber Creek yeah. had started to go down a little bit. And, and I, I kind of, you know, put it towards towards all the concussion stuff going around now. Boy, and that's true. And I'll, I'll put a little plug in for, for my, my hospital, Ascension Providence in Waco. We've got a tremendous concussion sports medicine physician, too, so – uh, we're excited about him. Uh, he came on board a little, uh, about a year ago, maybe a little bit longer ago. And so we're really going to be ramping up that program. Just a little bug in your ear there, Lonnie, uh, just in case you need him. Yeah, so, for sure. Uh, so anyway, so so you were talking about about kind of the cleaning process. What what Talk a little bit about what UIL, I mean, you did a little bit, but what mm-hmm. UIL is having you guys do from a – you know, from a cleanliness perspective, but also from just, you know, you talked a little bit about distancing, but any any interesting things going on for actual games in the fall? Have they talked about, you know, adapting rules or anything? Yeah, you know, they, they, they really haven't figured out what they want to do yet with all that. I think I think all that is still under okay. discussion. You know, we're going to have graduation on Friday at Moody, at Moody Stadium and, and you know, we're gonna have it on the Moody football field, but but we're gonna be taking temperatures at the gate, and 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 people are gonna have to stay in their own little family sections yeah. and not be closer to other sections. We opened up both both the home side and the visitor side, and so they're kind of sectioned off. You know, the kids are gonna have to stay apart, and then when the the, okay. the graduation's over, they're gonna march straight off the field. They can't go on the field and take pictures or anything like that. And and sure. and, and so a lot of the precautions we're taking for graduation, you know. I, I have a feeling they're gonna they're gonna bleed over into what it's gonna be for for games also. And, you know. Okay. I, I think so. So how how big is the graduating class? About fifty. Uh, a little over forty, I think. A little over forty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, and and 
I, I really think they'll start doing so. You know, much like the rules they have now, where where you maybe can't, you can't take a bag into a game, or you can't mm-hmm. can't you know carry your personal items. I guarantee it'll be something like you have to take your temperature before you go in, or maybe yeah. fill out a questionnaire to make sure you hadn't been around anybody with a temperature or anybody that has sure. COVID. And, and it it'll be really interesting to see because I really think this whole thing is going to change. It's going to change sports and it's going to change education. I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if everybody's going to look at things differently. I think in education, I think you know, you're going to see more kids that like when they're home online school that, that, mm-hmm. that are going to choose to, you know, before we were at Timber Creek, we might have had 200 people that were doing it. You know, there might be a thousand kids that want yeah. to do it now because, because they've enjoyed doing the, you know, the, the online work at home. And I think you'll see more kids graduating early, you know, pushing mm-hmm. to try to graduate in December because, you know, right now you don't know what's going to happen in the spring sometimes. So, yeah. so I, th- oh, I didn't think about that. That's true. I think, yeah. I think it's going to change education and I, you know, I think it's going to change sports. Now, one thing I just saw is in Oklahoma though, sports wise, I think they've got a clean slate to just kind of do what they've been doing now. So, so they kind of clean the slate in Oklahoma and it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what happens there. You know, my question is this, you know, and, and knock on wood that it's not Moody high school, but, but soon as one of the kids, you know, does show up with, with COVID, you know, do we have to shut everything down and everybody's done now for two weeks? I mean, that yeah. you know, that could that could be an issue, too. And that could change games. You know, if, if you have a game on Friday and a kid, you know, comes down with it on Tuesday, is everybody done? You know, so it, to me, it could it could really affect a lot right. of things. And and when you know, when it comes down to it, it's, it's going to be safety. I mean, we're going to do whatever we need to do to keep to keep care of these kids. And, and, sure. and sure. you know, it's just, it's just going to make it, you know, extremely difficult for everybody. Yeah. You know, I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, because – you know, for us at the hospital, if somebody has an exposure or whatever, even if they don't test positive, we shut them down for seven days. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so, so wow, I, I, had, I had not thought about that. So, so what else, you know, what else are you guys doing? How, how are you going to, you know, what are, what are practices going to look like? Well, I mean, in, in my mind, I just keep picturing practices kind of being, being as they were because in football, yeah. there, there's, there's no way to not touch people and there's no way not to, you know, to stay six feet away from each other all the time. And, to, and yeah, uh, you know, I think I definitely think it's going to be a deal where before practices start, you know, you'll have you'll probably have to have to take temperatures and to test people and to talk to people and mm-hmm. and just things getting ready for practice, I think will be different, you know, making sure. Yeah. You know, I think the cleanliness of a field house, I think keeping everything washed and everything, you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine that thinking about my high school field. House. Oh, and that's what I'm saying. It's going to it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to affect everything. Now, I don't know if it'll change practice itself that much, like I said, but I think it's going to change yeah. before you go out on the field and after you come off the field, yeah. you know, tremendously. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I can certainly see that. Uh, you know, OK, tell now who all do who all is in your district? Uh, the district and now this you know the realignment it just happened so this is the first time oh, that's this is the right. first time we're in yeah. we're in this district but uh but we've got Holland we've got Bruce Eddy mm-hmm. we've got Hearn we got Thorndale and we have Rosebud a lot and then and then the Moody Bearcats okay okay <laughs> so it's it's a good yeah. it's a good solid district well, so, it really is because because so. because Holland last year went went about three or four rounds they had a tremendous team at Holland last year Brad the guy who's head coach there his name is Brad Talbert mm. I've been friends with him for years he he does he does an unbelievable job okay and then Bruce Will Eddie turned the corner they yeah. they've really been winning some games lately so Bruce Will Eddie's done a lot better okay well you know I, I was just thinking about that too you you not only have to worry about your team but you got to worry about everybody else that you're going to play yeah because you know say there's say heaven forbid there's an outbreak in Holland mm-hmm. I mean what does that do 
you know, like you said, is the game canceled? Is the game right, postponed? Right. What's going to happen with that? And and honestly, I foresee, you know, there's going to be some strange uh, standings in, in records this fall. I mean, you might have a team that ends up going three and two. You know, if five of their, t- you know, who, who knows? Yeah, that, that's the issue because, you know, in, in reality, does it really have to be a breakout? I mean, could it be one kid from Holland that had it? Yeah. You know, and we played the game already, and then they find out the kid kid had COVID. You know, now now are my kids exposed to it to the point where, where I have to cancel the game? Yeah. So, you know, it, it's a deal where it's, it's going to be interesting to see. You know, I just keep my fingers crossed we're through the worst part of this, and, and – and that hopefully we're on the downward downward slope. Yeah, well, I hope so too. Okay, so uh, as assistant AD, what are some of your duties in that regarding other sports? Anything? Well, well, the AD at Moody is a guy named Marty Garcia, and I've known Marty for quite a few years also. And and, okay. and really, what we're doing is we're kind of sharing the D duties. I mean, he he's he's ultimately the the, the boss and and makes the final decisions on things. But but like during the fall when football's going on, he handles pretty much all the AD duties. Okay. Now in the spring when basketball's going, he's the head basketball coach. I'll handle all the AD duties during the during the spring when he's busy with basketball. And so it's sure. it's, it's a great trade off that we get to do. So so that way in the fall I can just worry about coaching football and I don't have to worry about what's happening in volleyball or what's happening in yeah. you know in band sure. or cheerleading or anything like that. I can just focus on football and then in the spring he can just worry about basketball. Okay. And so we, we really just kind of share the duties and, and, and help each other out and just we just work together. It, it's a great setup. I could I couldn't ask for a better setup than what I have. Well, that's great. That's great. So. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else that might – okay, like fans. I mean, you know, you talked about what you're going to have to do for your team. I would imagine the same thing's going to happen in the fans. There, There's going to be temperature yeah. checks. There's going to be, you know, uh, people screening at, the, at all the gates. You know, there's not – well, okay, another thing, there's not going to be any kind of fountain drinks. No. I mean, it's going to be all bottled yeah. drinks. It's going to be stuff like that. You know, that, that and, that's and an issue we're, we're already discussing about camp coming up this next week. Uh-huh. You know, we're, we're trying to sit down and, and solve a problem we might have going into this deal. Sure. But, but sure enough, you know, we can't provide water. Yeah. And so, but sure enough, we're going to have those little 7th and 8th graders show up with, with nothing. Oh, yeah. You know? Of course, <laughs> and, and, of course. You know, we've got to figure out what we're going to do. So, you know, either bottle, you know, just buy cases of bottled water. And, and when you give them a water, it's theirs to keep. And, you know, that way they, they just kind of keep up with it that way. But yeah. but there, there's so many things about it. And, and really, you know, my job is going to be this next week is I'm going to kind of get all the coaches working and doing things like they're supposed to. And then I'm basically just going to patrol around and make sure we're we're – we're doing what we're supposed to be doing and making sure we're yeah. following the rules and make sure, you know, it's funny when we divide up into groups, I was already look, I was looking at the weight room stuff today. We've got one kid lifting. We've got, we've got one kid uh, uh, doing a little extra, the auxiliary lift and then the third kid's cleaning the bars and doing huh. that. So, so you're having to add a, a extra person just as a cleaner, you know, yeah. <laughs> with, oh, with, yeah. each, with each station, just trying to, trying to make sure we're, we're following all the rules and taking care of what we're supposed to do. Oh, I know. Well, you know, it's kind of the same thing in, in, in healthcare. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've, we're, we're, I mean, we were always incredibly clean and now we're triple and quadruple <laughs> cleaning. We've got people sitting at the doors, you know how it oh, is. Yeah. And, and so, you know, when you say it's, this is going to change sports and education, it's going to, it's, it's changing yes, everything. For sure. And so, but, uh, well, I, I tell you what, Lonnie, it's, it's been great talking to you. Any final thoughts, any final words for, for my listeners? Well, I just want to, want to, if you see Coach Judd hanging around town, you know, it'd be good to see you again. You know, the, the good thing about coming back to Waco is, one, I grew up in Waco. Yeah. And 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 when I go into, into HEB in, in Woodway, it usually takes me about two and a half hours to get through there because I <laughs> because I either went to school with you or I taught you 
Yeah. Or or I taught your kids. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's usually and, and so it, it's kind of it's kind of uh, kind of fun in a way. I always have to go by what. Sometimes when I don't recognize somebody, I have to go by what they call me. Yeah, so I, they they call me. You know, that that way that way I can kind of narrow down because I've been coaching long enough now that some of the kids I, t- I coach. You know, I, I've taught seniors my whole life, so they're really only about four or five years younger than I am. So I, I can't yeah. tell whether they went to school with me or whether I taught them. Or and so it, it's kind of fun. But but and people need to get out and see a Moody football game. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be exciting. We're gonna have fun, and, and I'm gonna have a ton of kids out there. And we're gonna be playing hard, and 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 we're gonna turn Moody around. Moody hadn't had success in quite a while, but I'm but I'm excited to be there, and and we're gonna get this thing going at Moody. Boy, that's great. And I tell you, you, you can you can count on me coming down for a couple of games because you know how much I love high school football. And by the way, if you know if if you ever need an announcer, you know I've got a little bit of experience doing that. So hey, just, uh, I'm just throwing that out there. No, you are you are a good one for sure. Hey, <laughs> hey, if you come to a Moody game, I'm gonna get you on the sidelines, so you don't have to worry about being oh, on the stands. So. I like that. <laughs> well, well, Coach Lonnie Judd from uh, Moody High School, uh, thanks. So much for being on i don't care i really appreciate it thank you all right take care okay i don't know about you but if you played high school football or if you played any kind of athletics or if you've watched high school football particularly in texas i'm ready to suit up for that guy don't know about you but uh uh, as Lonnie said, you know, Moody's been down a little bit, but I, I feel totally confident that he will have that program turned around and the great folks of Moody, Texas, will be uh, probably making a, a few trips to the state playoffs uh, if uh, if uh, uh, that, that all happens. So it'll be good for them. But uh, anyway, uh, another fun episode on I Don't Care. You know, we're still talking a little bit about COVID. I'm I'm hoping to be able to transition away from that uh, uh, over the next uh, few weeks, but uh, but it's been kind of fun, you know, talking with different industries and different people about their perspectives on what they're having to deal with during the uh, the COVID nineteen uh, uh, pandemic. So, uh, as always, we rec- we uh, we certainly enjoy any kind of you know comments or questions or recommendations for guests. Hey, if you want to be a guest on I Don't Care, drop us a line at I don't care at marketscale.com and that goes directly to me. And if I like your idea, you know, even if I don't, I might have you on, who knows. But with that, uh, wish you a, a great rest of your day. And don't forget, you can, uh, if you uh, miss the quote unquote live version of the broadcast every Friday morning, at 9.30 Central on MarketScale.com. You can always catch it afterwards on Spotify and iTunes. And I hope you've already already subscribed to the podcast and you get those downloads every week. So if you do, if you like them, let me know. So with that, have a great day, great great rest of your week, whatever time of the week you listen to the podcast. And uh, this is Kevin Stevenson. It's I don't care, but as you know, I really do care. Have a good one.